0: I love that boring genealogy. (laughs) I love it because it makes everybody get ants in their pants. And this is so tedious. And I just love to see the people squirm. It's just so great (laughs) because I enjoy it. (laughs) You know, it's fun getting all these words. You know, you've got to practice the words and get them right. And everybody's going, like, could you just bring this to an end? It's funny, but it's really pretty relevant, actually, to what I want to say in the homily, the fact that this, this contrast between the, the Word of God and rejoicing in the Word of God and also the fact that it's kind of tedious, and that that contrast is important to the the point I want to make today. Uh, but briefly, it's always great just to remind us this, this wonderful tradition that we have of the O antiphons. Uh, the O antiphons are the antiphons that are really proper to the, um, the, the office of Vespers, which is the evening office of the, of the church. Um, liturgical life of the church is much more rich than just actually the, the daily mass. And in addition to the daily mass, you have all these different offices throughout the day. It's usually just monks uh, who, who celebrate them um, in community. Uh secular priests such as myself have to celebrate them, but we do it kind of by our side, by our own, uh off on our own. It's not really no big deal is made out of it. Um, so most Catholics are not exposed to the O Antiphons, but they are because they're included in the Alleluia verse. Okay, so uh today uh Christ is called wisdom. Okay. Tomorrow in the Vespers Antiphon and also in the Alleluia verse, he's called uh, Adonai, uh, which is the Hebrew word for Lord, um, and then wisdom in Latin is sapientia, and then uh, on the third day he's called Radix Jesse, which is the, the root of Jesse. This is all Latin here, and then the Clavis David, which is the key of David, and then he's the Oriens, which is the basically the rising sun, and then he's the Rex Gentium, which is the king of the Gentiles, and then finally on December 24th. Uh, just before the incarnation, uh, the celebration of the incarnation on Christmas, he's called Emmanuel. God is with us. And all of these titles are appropriate. They basically proceed forth from the second person of the Trinity before the incarnation. So today we call him wisdom. So Christ as the second person of the Trinity from eternity is wisdom. He's the wisdom of God. Before he became a man, He's always wisdom, okay? So, and then he's known as Adonai, which is known the Lord of the Old Testament. We talk about how Jesus, the the pre-incarnate Jesus, the word of God, gave the law on Mount Sinai. Okay, so Adonai. And then we have the Roddick's essay and so forth and go on. And it goes on and then it ends up with the incarnation with Emmanuel. God is with us. So, and that's, that's a summation of all of God's desire from eternity. He wanted to dwell with us. And so that's the whole reason for the incarnation that we celebrate on Christmas Day. And if you take these, the first letter of each of these titles for Christ and you put, make an um, acronym out of it and you, and you go backwards, it says, Aero Cross, which in Latin could be translated, tomorrow I will come. So it's really, it's very nifty, very clever. And um, this kind of playing with words and um, acronyms and whatnot actually shows up in our in our gospel text. Okay, so the fact that it's all very kind of boring and tedious conceals uh, something deeper. It conceals a, a wisdom. And so our gospel begins with Jesus being called the son of David. He's actually called the son of David before he's called the son of Abraham, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David. Now, in Greek and in Hebrew, the letters of these alphabets, they correspond to numbers. So we use, in English, it's hard for us to understand it, because we use a different language when we actually write numbers. We use Arabic numerals, okay? We don't use Latin. So when we write English, we use Latin characters. But when we write our numbers, we use Arabic Okay. Now that wasn't the case in the ancient world for the Jews and for the, and for those who spoke Greek. The, the numbers, when they wrote numbers, they used the letters of their alphabet. Okay. So consequently you can work backwards. Every word that's written with the characters of that given alphabet has a numerical value. You can convert it into a number. This is what in the book of Revelation talks about. The number of the beast is 666. Six, six. Okay. All right, And it says, those who have a mind for wisdom, let them understand the, he is a man and his the name is 666. And so you're supposed to take the numbers and figure out, okay, how, what names do those numbers create? So in this genealogy here, using wisdom, because today we celebrate Christ as wisdom, if we were to have a mind of wisdom, we were to look and actually the word David. Um, if you take it in Hebrew and you... Uh, convert the characters to numbers that has a numerical value of 14. Okay, and this is why St. Matthew says the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, and from David to the Babylonian captivity are 14, and from the captivity to the birth of Christ are 14 generations. So it reinforces Christ as the son of David. This is why, this is one of the rationales here between, behind this a uh, very boring genealogy. So the, the the lesson for us is that we have to look past the tediousness and the boringness. Okay, we have to look past the surface because there's a wisdom and an intelligence beneath and behind that undergirds uh, the, the the liturgy, the Bible, and the and the universe. Okay, it's the wisdom of God, and we can sail through life just looking at the surface of things and never penetrating beneath that surface and getting to the, the essence of things. Uh, and if we do that, we'll, we'll really fail in attaining the purpose for which we've been, we've been created. And we will live a life that's really subhuman, Okay, human intelligence. We have a share in God's divine wisdom, and wisdom is all about penetrating past the senses. And, and, you know, we're not to live the life of animals. Animals live at the level of their senses. We are human beings. We're to live at a deeper level. Uh, So also, you know, Christ came into our midst, but he was, in a certain sense, he's disguised. He's disguised as the babe of Bethlehem, so to speak. We have to look past the weakness to see Almighty God. Uh, So also for the cross, you know, we have to look past the apparent failure to see the victory of God. This is what faith is. This is what human intelligence is. Um, unfortunately, you know the sacraments work the same way. We can take the sacraments for granted. People come to Mass and they're really bored sometimes. Oh my gosh, especially when Father Tedeschi's preaching for like 15 minutes. It's just really tedious. But we have to look past that kind of superficial tediousness and and really understand this is not just a piece of bread. This is the representation of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. This is God Almighty made flesh and risen from the dead, alive in our midst. How awesome is that? But we have to have wisdom and faith to see past the surface uh, to that to that reality. So that's our prayer today. And as we, we celebrate daily mass together and we do this great countdown towards the uh, Christmas Eve, we, uh, we look past the surface, and uh, with wisdom and with faith, we grasp um, the divine reality and intelligence and wisdom behind it all.